everyone. Welcome to Ritual Tiger Talk. I'm your host, Dr. D. Santis. We've got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking about some really cool stuff happening at the high school because it is election season. As the recording of this podcast, we're about two weeks away from the election, but that means some of the candidates have made a stop by Ridgefield High School recently. And to tell us about it, we have the social studies department head, Danny Martins, joining us. How are you, Danny? Um, well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. And we have two students with us today. And uh, why don't you introduce yourselves? We'll start with Charlotte. Hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm a senior. Great. And uh, we have Tor. Hi, I'm Tor Peterson, and I'm a senior. All right, great. So um, let's just get started. I believe this event happened at the time of this recording. If you're listening to this podcast, it comes out on Friday. It was about a week or so ago, uh, maybe two weeks ago. But uh, now it's the, the aftermath. The, the kids, they, uh, there's some cool stuff that happens. So what? how does this event work? It, it's not like a normal political debate. Uh, there's preparation for it. What's the background of this event? So we've been doing this event for about 60 years in some sort of fashion within the high wow. school, uh, which is pretty impressive. Wow. Uh, it goes along with a mock election that we'll talk about as well, but it has uh, been happening where originally students would be acting as if they were some of the candidates and kind of as a representative for the candidates. Um, in recent years, we've been trying to get actual candidates in uh, in-house, and so we've had both representatives for the 4th Congressional District, so Jim Himes and Jamie Stevenson, and then the uh, state Senate candidates for the 26th and 24th um, state Senate, so where we were very excited to have them. That's great. That's great. So uh, you just said, like, students can act almost as, like, they they do they, like, pretend to be the candidates, and then they'll give a spiel? Like, how does that work? What's that preparation like? That was in the past, yeah. so our students take a completely different role this time yeah. around. Uh, TJ, why don't you tell us about the role that you participated in in regards to uh, this, all the way from the prep to the actual event? So I was able to be a questioner, which that was my main role on stage. Um, but from the beginning, you know, it was kind of everybody helping out with the role of creating the questions, and that was all seniors because all people in GovPaul right now uh, got to create their own questions that they would like these candidates to answer. Um, so then the people who chose to participate in the assembly basically curated different questions that they thought would be best and most uh, important to ask these people on our behalf. So, you know, we were able to ask questions that were just generally very important, but also ones that we thought specifically as high school seniors and, you know, soon to be young adults would be uh, you know, good information for us to know when voting. And that's really neat because you guys are able to work together and make sure that, uh, as we know with politics and when they're out on the stump, anyone can ask a question and some of the questions can be so random. They're almost distracting. Uh, they're not getting points across. So this is a time where you guys can work together as a group and figure out what are the best possible questions for this limited amount of time, right? Yeah, definitely just trying to make question both you know just very understandable for everyone listening and as well as the answer answer but also you know just as specific and important as possible so you know they're giving us their real answer as far as their stance on that specific topic 
Oh, nice. Now, are the candidates given the questions prior, or is this just something you guys know prior before they come? No, it's uh, a whole process to make sure that you know our, the questions stay classified so nobody has an unfair advantage. Everybody uh, is on an even playing field and kind of has to give us give their answer uh, on the fly just with everybody else. Oh, that's really, really cool. All right, so this year we actually had the candidates come to the school. And, uh, and I know in years past it's usually happened, and uh, this is really, really cool. How did that work? Like, how did the candidates present themselves? What were the topics covered by both the candidates and the students? And, of course, the candidates have a limited amount of time, too. They, they're not going to be there all day. How did that work? Um, so, basically, what would happen was that there were a certain – so all of us were in a group and a bunch of people wanted to be questioners, but there were also people who didn't want to be on stage. And those would be like timers and greeters. And greeters would have a, an assigned politician that they would take up to the backstage and help not prepare them, but just stay with them before getting on stage where they would have like water bottles and um, name tags for where they'd sit. And um, a lot of, for the state Senate questions revolved around um, taxes in Connecticut, how they would be handling environmental issues in Connecticut, a lot around education. And each candidate would get a minute to answer one question and then they would, so a candidate was asked a question and then the other two candidates, since um, not all four could attend, only three could, the other two candidates would have 30 seconds. And it was really interesting to see how some candidates would have their speeches like down to like the second they'd like stop. And <laughs> some would like be pushing like over time and the MCs would have to cut them off, which would arouse the audience a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, for the national government, there were there was questions about um, abortion, which has been on everyone's mind lately also about housing in Connecticut, affordable housing. And um, one specifically for the senior class was surrounding the surrounding college, college and price of college. So it was very interesting to see something that has been on the entire country's mind, but also just specifically for like seniors who are about to go to college and will have to pay like a bunch of money for college and just see what the national government and potential candidates are thinking about going in that direction. Oh, that's great. That's really, really uh, impressive. And uh, Mr. Martins, uh, did the students hold them to task? I really like the fact that we actually, I feel like our students are, are operating better than most people on network television and keeping people on time limits. They certainly did. Uh, they had the opportunity to uh, cut a few off in regards to the timing, but not only do they account you know, keep them accountable versus the time, but they also had to uh, cast their ballot at the mock election uh, that they had this past uh, Friday. Um, and did, we had two landslides, uh, the uh, 4th Congressional District and the 26th uh, Congressional District was a landslide, but yet our uh, two representatives, Tony Boucher and uh, C.C. Marr, the difference was four different votes. Uh, so it was a very close win uh, on C.C. Marr's side. Uh, so it definitely was shows the fact that these candidates and these students actually took this whole experience very seriously and that citizenship is really important to mm -hmm. uh, every single one of them.
And um, what were the other two, when the other two landslides, what were those, um, like the, the actual, were they, did you do one for the candidate that wasn't there or were it was just the three that showed up? The candidate that was, um, was unfortunately had to um, pull out last minute due yeah. to unforeseen circumstances. She was on the ballot. Um, so, uh, however, um, Julie Kushner did win that by a sizable margin. And mm -hmm. uh, then Jim Himes also won uh, his, uh, his by a sizable margin as well. Now, how does this feed into like what you do in your political science classes as the years go, as the year continues? So this was, uh, well, I thought that this was a really great practical application that, um, you know, it's hard to find uh, in any sort of classroom. It's really great to not only see and meet people that will probably be representing you mm -hmm. in larger uh, legislative bodies, but also, you know, just seeing how that process works of, you know, the differences in issues of you know what they're controlling what's more important that we ask the state senators versus what we ask uh the people who are running for the fourth congressional district but also just actually participating in the process of democracy is not something any of us have done before as we're all you know 17 and 18 this is going to be either our first time voting or we're not even voting yet so it's very uh very cool to just be a part of that in the way that you know a lot of us have always wanted to or just really were unfamiliar with until now. And it links directly into our classes for our general GovPaw classes. The focus of the course is how do citizens actually affect change? And by one of them is actually voting in terms of the AP course, they constantly talk about the idea of how uh, in some of their units, how voting directly impacts the country and how politicians kind of really target and look at how they their constituents actually want to vote and actually what they believe in. So there's a whole constant piece to it that connects back to our curriculum, but it also connects back to our vision of the graduate, which is one of the biggest ones is citizenship. And the whole goal of our school is to make great citizens and, you know, they get to choose how they want to be that, but they get to be exposed about what the process is of uh, participating in government. So that's really, really cool. Now do either of you, because you, you were, uh, leaders in this event, is is politics in your future? Is that something you guys want to go into in your college careers? Is it something that maybe you want to do after a professional career? We'll start off with Charlotte. Um, I mean, I don't want to say like no to anything, but <laughs> like I was thinking possibly getting involved with law, which could like lead anywhere. I mean, um, my family has always like not really liked lifelong politicians. They just don't really believe in lifelong politicians. So I don't really see myself going into a career of politics, like for the same kind of reason, like maybe I know one of Connecticut's recent senators just stopped being a politician to go back to law school. So maybe that could be in my future. I'm not really sure, but you never know what could like change or happen. I could definitely see myself getting involved with like school politics um, like in college, but I'm not really sure about state or national politics. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's important that it just makes you aware that you can be a part of your local politics. You don't have to be a politician to be a part of your local politics. And that's really, really cool. And Tor? 
uh, I'm personally very interested in politics and plan on going into it in, you know, really any respect that I can, uh, you know, so I'll definitely study that in college, study political science and uh, gain a better understanding of the field as a whole uh, and just working it as often as I can uh, before that, before I start whatever career I do. And then, you know, hopefully that will be within the field of politics, um, you know, certainly interests me a lot. And uh, I've had experiences in the past, like I was able to go to the Boise State uh, Convention from the American Legion. They sponsored me to do that. And that was a really good experience that, you know, just helped me centralize exactly what I'm looking to do with my life. So, you know, seeing that it really uh, inspired me to try and get, get further into that field. Oh, that's great. And uh, we'll, we'll end with you, Mr. Martins. What's like the inspiration you get from working with these great students? Uh, the inspiration is the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, after our courses and after our experience like this, uh, they come back talking about how they realize that government and politicians could be civil and so can uh, people. So the idea that, you know, they can see a bright future for our country and a part of it you know, part that they can play is fantastic. And it also shows to um, shows the fact that the Secretary of State last um, spring uh, recognized us as Richfield High School as a red, white and blue school to in all the work that we do for politics and creating great citizens. Oh, that's awesome. Just so the audience knows, what does that mean to be a red, white and blue school? So we had to submit an application and generally it's whether it's by a nomination of uh, someone that knows what we're doing and the secretary of state with a committee goes through and looks at uh, what schools are doing and we are we were one of three schools that they thought we were distinguished in, re, in, re, in our work that we're working with students whether it's the candidates assembly to um, other activities that we do in class that really kind of inspire students to be productive and useful citizens beyond just the classroom that's awesome. Well, uh, first off, thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy days. It's always great to have students on the podcast. So thank you for being on. And uh, I'm just excited. I walked through the, the halls of RHS to, to see all the cool stuff happening in the social studies department, uh, political science, your, your psychology program. You guys have some really cool rock star teachers and kids there. So um, really, really great things going on there. Um, and there are other great things going on. All you have to do is, if you live in Ridgefield, get on your favorite podcasting app, Apple or Spotify, and just once you start typing in Ridgefield, boom, we, we pop up because we're the number one podcast in Ridgefield, Ridgefield Tiger Talk. So if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, share it with others, Ridgefield Tiger Talk. We talk about all the cool things happening in Ridgefield that have to do with uh, RPS, Ridgefield Public Schools. And uh, I'm just so happy to have you guys on the show today. Um, this is uh, Dr. DeSantis signing off with uh, Danny Tor and Charlotte. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us on.